0: In three, in two, in one. Hi, Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thanks for sitting down with me today. I appreciate your time and your efforts. It's a pleasure to be with you. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we call this one the secrets of an extraordinary assumption and a hypothetical condition revealed for the first time. (music) Actually, that's not true. There are not any real secrets about hypothetical conditions and extraordinary assumptions. But we're going to explain them so really there aren't any secrets because that's basically what we're looking for. The three secrets that you must know about using an extraordinary assumption or a hypothetical condition for that matter as part of an appraisal and report are the definition, which we're going to go over, when one is appropriate, which we're going to go over, and then the disclosure obligations, which we're going to go over. And the last one is really important, simply because this is the part appraisers typically leave out. So we're going to make that clear. Once you know these, you'll be confident in using them in your appraisals and reports and because you'll be confident using them in your appraisals and reports, you're not going to need to worry about what reviewers say about them, what your clients say about them, and even most importantly, what your state appraisal board says about your use of them. So we're going to start with the definition specifically of an extraordinary assumption, and this is right from the USPAP document from lines 111 to 115, and it contains an explanatory comment, which is important too. So, an assignment-specific assumption, this is is an extraordinary assumption, an assignment-specific assumption as of the effective date regarding uncertain information used in an analysis, which, if found to be false, could alter the opinions and conclusions. Now, that's the definition. Here's what the comment to the definition says. Quote, uncertain information might include physical, legal, or economic characteristics of the subject property, or conditions external to the property, such as market conditions or trends, or the integrity of the data used in the analysis. And we'll explain that in a minute. As part of Standard Rule 1-2F on lines 492 to 496, you'll find the only circumstances under which you can properly and ethically use an extraordinary assumption. This is what it says, quote, The appraiser must identify any extraordinary assumptions used in an assignment. An extraordinary assumption may be used in an assignment only if, remember those two words, only if 1. The extraordinary assumption is required to properly develop credible opinions and conclusions. 2. The appraiser has a reasonable basis for the extraordinary assumption. And 3. Use of the extraordinary assumption results in a credible analysis. Now let's get to the disclosure part. Finally, as part of Standard Rule 2 2A 13, You'll find the second half of the disclosure requirements, and this is what it says Disclosure requirements are the appraiser must clearly and conspicuously state all extraordinary assumptions and hypothetical conditions, and then the appraiser must state that their use might have affected assignment results. That's the part appraisers typically leave out. Now, a couple of examples of when to use them. Say you're appraising a house from plans. It's not yet built. If your effective date is today, then your value conclusion is under the hypothetical condition that the improvements were built to plans and specs as of today, which they aren't. Therefore, you know that's false. But you're pretending it to be true for analytical purposes. Now, same scenario. You're appraising a house from a set of plans, but your effective date is nine months into the future when the house is complete. That you'll do, making your value conclusion subject to an extraordinary assumption because you have no clue if that house is ever going to be built, much less if it's ever going to be built per plans and specs. That's the uncertainty part of it. You're uncertain of the data. Yeah, you got a set of plans. Yeah, you got a budget. Yeah, the contractor's been signed up. But that doesn't mean the house is going to be built. You just don't know. It's uncertain. That's why you're going to use the extraordinary assumption. Now, a couple of other things you need to know. Extraordinary assumptions, and hypothetical conditions for that matter, are part of assignment conditions. Because let's face it, they don't exist in every appraisal you're going to do. It might be necessary to use an extraordinary assumption. Let me stress might. It might be necessary to use an extraordinary assumption if another person inspects the subject and or the comps. And this is assuming there are uncertainties present. If you're happy with somebody else inspecting the property, you think that inspection is perfectly wonderful then go with it. No extraordinary assumption is necessary. Now, time to recap. First of all, know the definitions of extraordinary assumption and hypothetical condition. We went over extraordinary assumption. We didn't go over hypothetical condition. I'll leave that up to you. The definition is in USPAP and it's easy to find. Please understand when an extraordinary assumption is necessary and when, quite frankly, it's not. We went over the three conditions under which it was possible to use an extraordinary assumption. If those conditions aren't present, don't use an extraordinary assumption. And then finally, comply with the disclosure obligations. In other words, you've got to say that had you not used the extraordinary assumption, you had not used the hypothetical condition, your value conclusions might have been different, or to quote it directly, that might have affected the value conclusion. Now, you are confident to use an extraordinary assumption, and for that matter, a hypothetical condition, as part of developing a credible appraisal and to report it non-misleadingly in a report. Those are the secrets. They really weren't secret, were they? You found them. They're in USPAP. You know where to go look for them. Please let me thank you for taking the time to be here with me today. Let me thank you for taking the time to look up the definition of extraordinary assumption and hypothetical condition. I'm Tim Anderson, The Appraisers Advocate. If you ever need to get in touch with me, my email address is tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It'll be a pleasure to work with you. It will be an honor to know you. Please let me extend my best to you and your family. And we're clear. Oh, and by the way, are your professional fees high enough?